This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. The uh, field of Democrat candidates, Democrat socialist candidates in particular, for president uh, continues to widen as anticipated. Uh, Cory Booker uh, and T-Bone announcing uh, their candidacy this morning. Yeah, see if you're buying any of this. I believe that we can build a country where no one is forgotten, no one is left behind where parents can put food on the table, where there are good-paying jobs with good benefits in every neighborhood, where our criminal justice system keeps us safe instead of shuffling more children into cages and coffins, where we see the faces of our leaders on television and feel pride, not shame. It is not a matter of can we. It's a matter of do yeah, we okay, have the right. collective are those will, the, are those the American the, yeah. will. I are those believe we do. Are those, the, Together, are those the pickle bucket guys behind him? The, the bucket boys outside of Wrigley and the cell? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, guaranteed rate. Excuse me. G-rate, G-spot. G-spot. Uh, so, yeah, so Cory Booker's in. How exciting. No, then I think he goes, I am Cory, Cory Booker, and I am running for president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, we're going to hear from the actual president on Tuesday night to say the union address rescheduled. Uh, Pelosi telling him uh, not getting any funding for border security. They're having a negotiation over it in there. Uh, there's not going to be any wall money. Well, that's a problem for the president who says no wall money, no deal. No, because if there's no wall, it doesn't work. She's just playing games. So if there's no wall, it doesn't work. So how does this get resolved for more on these topics and uh, Howard Schultz and also what it's like to be a barista if Howard Schultz is running for president they're getting instruction on how to handle Howard Schultz questions from Starbucks mm. customers so yeah uh, we're pleased to be joined by Brett Baer of course host of Fox News special report 5 p.m. Chicago time during the week his new book three days in Moscow Ronald Reagan and the fall of the Soviet Empire Brett thanks for joining us again and uh, and we're happy to hear you uh, and your family are in good health after that little uh, car accident scare. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we were blessed. We could have been a lot worse. So we're everybody's on the mend. All right, very good. No serious injuries. Everybody's good. Yeah, well, my wife had a concussion, so she's still mm. bouncing back from that. Uh, my son had 14 stitches. And Ooh. He's, a, he's okay, and then uh, my 8-year-old lost a tooth, but he's a hockey player, and he thinks it's cool. Plus, he gets oh a dollar gosh. for that if he puts it under the pillow, right? Yeah. Gosh, he I... looks like a Vetchkin now. Oh. I mean, are you... <laughs> he looks like a Vetchkin. I, that, that's horrifying. <laughs> I did not know it was that that's severe. Did, um, did your car, did you, do you know how it happened? It was just an icy road, and your car flipped over? Oh, yeah, I know how it happened. I was driving. Um <laughs> I tried to stop at a stop sign about 300 yards from the stop sign. It was pure ice. Montana's not a big salt <laughs> the roads or plow the roads kind of place. And um, so it was just solid ice, and we slid for 300 yards through the stop sign into the intersection and then got T-boned by a pickup truck, oh, uh, flipped around, and then went into a ditch, and the car flipped over. So. It's, uh, I'd like not to remember it, but everybody is good, and uh, fortunately the guy in the truck was fine, So, um, and there was a good Samaritan who helped us out. So, one, always wear your seatbelts. Two, if you see somebody in trouble, stop, 
this yeah. guy Zach Black was uh, was awesome. Okay. And was everybody right. in your car wearing their seatbelts? Everybody except my son, who got the 14 stitches. So um, he he did not put his seatbelt on, and he flew across the back of the car when we flipped over. See, I have a son too that never puts his seatbelt on, and I'm going to tell him this story. So there you do because no, it's I a will. real it's learning ridiculous. lesson. Even if even if you're in an Uber in the right. back seat. Especially with winter weather, just do it. It's it's so silly not to. Well, pretty soon uh, with the elimination of fossil fuels, we're all going to be back to bicycles anyway. So that'll that'll obviate all uh-huh. of this business. All right. Uh, well, again, glad that uh, your family is good and on the mend, and thankful for that super that uh, good Samaritan as you mentioned. Uh, but wanted to get yeah, to you. get to some of uh, the politics of this. So. Uh, the uh, the field uh, shaping up, uh, you know, the Democrats are intent on getting these debates started in just a couple of few months. And so it's sort of right now the window to get in or forever hold your peace for candidates. Uh, and uh, thus the concern about an independent candidacy of Howard Schultz derailing all of the enthusiasm for the two dozen candidates that are going to enter on the Dem side. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty I'm still blown away by the reaction to Howard Schultz. He's not even in yet. I've seen him speak. He's really not that enthusiastic speaker. Um, he could use a little caffeine in, in the speech, but um, <laughs> but he's done well in the Q&A, uh, talking to people, and just by the thought of him getting in the race, the reaction has been overwhelming on the Democratic side that, you know, you got to stop him. We're going to boycott Starbucks if, if it happens. And um, I think it's really interesting. I mean, obviously, they're, they're, they sense a, a real threat there. Michael Bloomberg even putting out the stats that he had studied an independent run, and uh, it would embolden or help President Trump for re-election. Wow. And so um, how many do you think that we're going to have in total? I mean, we have Cory Booker today announcing his candidacy. I imagine Joe Biden soon yeah. and possibly Hillary Clinton. What are you hearing inside the bubble there in no, D.C.? No, Hillary. No, I think Hillary Clinton's out. John Podesta said she's not going to run. I, I believe him. I think um, I think the over-under is 20, actually, 20 candidates. You remember we had 17 in the GOP primary in 2015. Um, our debate started uh, that year in August. This time they'll start in June of this year. And I think there's going to be uh, probably 20, maybe 18 candidates. Uh, you've still got a bunch of candidates who are out there looking at it. Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, um, and let alone the candidates that we're not even talking about. The South Bend mayor. Uh, um, you've got Can you Mitch pronounce Landrieu his name? From Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got an exploratory committee. Oh, Buttigieg. Buttigieg, right? Buttigieg. Yeah. Uh, He's easy on a bumper sticker. Yeah. Well, Just rolls right off the tongue, right, Brett? I don't know. In Illinois, we elected a Blagojevich, so you never know. Um, here, here's the thing. That uh, would be a good ticket. That'd be a good Blagojevich ticket. Blagojevich and Budicic. Budicic and Blagojevich. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? It sings. Okay. Uh, is anybody uh, uh, in the Dem field going to run to sort of the center left, or is it all going to be a race to see who's going to make government the biggest and most expensive? Well, so already the first candidate in was John Delaney, former congressman from Maryland, who's a multimillionaire businessman. He's a kind of a centrist guy. He's spent a million dollars already in Iowa. He's been in New Hampshire a bunch. He's just not getting a lot of traction. The power on the party is on the left and the progressive side. I think you're going to get John Hickenlooper, the 
governor of Colorado. He'll probably get in in, in a more a moderate place. But for the most part, it'll be a battle to the left. And, um, and you're already seeing it play out with Medicare for All and what the definition of that is and how much does it cost and uh, the Green New Deal and how much does that cost and what does it do. And how big the wealth tax is that you want to impose. Right. So we have uh, one government shut down the longest in U.S. history. We know that. A second one is looming. What do you think President Trump should do? I mean, Nancy Pelosi said yesterday, no funding is going to go toward building that wall. Should he declare a national emergency and get this whole thing over with? You know, this is it's frustrating to cover because in that same press conference, and obviously that soundbite from Nancy Pelosi was picked up by everybody. No, there's no zero funding for the wall in this in this compromise. But then she was further pressed, are you in favor of increased barriers along the border? Yes. Yes, I am. So strengthening the fencing? Yes. Yes, you can strengthen the fencing. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to call a wall, and what do you want to call barrier, and what do you want to call fencing? Um, if the president is, is back of the negotiations as far as the semantics, uh, I think that they can get a deal. But if it's left up to Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump, I think uh, you're going to be battling over what is a wall. Well, right. And you had uh, two House Democrats, uh, Nita Lowey and uh, Lucille Ayard, who basically uh, yeah, seemed to contradict Nancy Pelosi, at least her top line pronouncement that you mentioned, no border, no border wall funding. They were talking uh, sort of in, in generic terms about the broad outlines of a deal. And so if uh, if Trump gets, I don't know, a few billion dollars for Normandy fencing and he just calls that a wall, are we done here? Do we get a deal before Tuesday night? Yes, I think it's still possible. Um, that's where they're headed. I think Democrats will ask for some other things, uh, but I think that's possible to get a deal. I think that shutdown did one thing. It made people think we really don't like shutdowns yeah. and uh, on both sides. Because, you know, Democrats are hearing from their constituents saying, this is ridiculous. Just get some funding for a wall. Just give them something. And then Republicans were saying, you guys are idiots. You know, like, why are we shutting down the government? What was the upside? So I think, I think they're going to do everything they can to avoid a shutdown this time. Is there any, uh, any uh, early indication about the contents of Trump's State of the Union address on Tuesday night? Is it going to be your typical braggadocious snore or is he going to do anything interesting we don't know the content yet but you know with donald trump i would bet interesting is where they lean um they you know there'll be more personal stories i think like you saw last time where you know the guy with the crutch who made it across to south korea from the north yeah you know he was in the in the uh First Lady's area. I think, listen, it'll be something, but the fascinating juxtaposition of Nancy Pelosi now behind his left shoulder reacting or not reacting to everything he says is is going to be uh, interesting theater anyway. All right. He is Brett Baer, Fox News anchor, special report, 5 p.m. weekdays, Chicago time, and the book, Three Days in Moscow, Ronald Reagan and the Fall of the Soviet Empire. Brett, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. You too. We're so glad you guys are safe. And Brett joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. It's news, opinion, insight. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. 
on AM560.